Welcome to the first episode of Wandering Aimfully After Dark. After Dark. Things get dreary and dreamy and gruely and something that rhymes with the first other of all what? important for you to know we're recording yeah. this intro after the episode in which jason <laughs> has consumed two and a half fingers of the three fingers of tequila <laughs> which is why that didn't make any sense that's okay uh we hope this episode is just fun it's it's, it's kind of all over the place it's just something we wanted to do that was we had everything set up and we we're like what if we just record something at night you have a little bit of wine i'll have some sips of some reposado tequila and just enjoy and this is pretty much how most of our conversations go yeah it's just, just kind of all over the place. It's kind of fun. It's kind of silly. We talk uh, about a lot of different topics. Maybe a departure from like one topic that we're trying to hone in on and give our experiences with. And instead, it's just like a bunch of random stuff. And listen, we're close to the holidays here as of recording this. So you get a little bit of holiday feel, which maybe revs you up or pisses you off. <laughs> Hopefully uh, the former. We hope that it's fun and that you just feel like you're hanging out with us in our house, drinking some wine and tequila or a beverage of your choice. So if you were wondering like, oh, should I listen to this now or should I listen to this later? Maybe save it for later when you can get a little drink with us but if it's also later right now then just pour yourself something delicious and tasty uh, and enjoy cheers hey there we're jason and caroline zook a husband and wife team who believes life is just one big experiment This is the show where we share our journey as we figure out this ever-changing thing called life. We cover topics like running a business, traveling the world, and clawing our way out of debt, all with the hope of inspiring you to live, work, and create with more intention. Life might bring its twists and turns, but when you know who you are and what you want, you're never really lost. Welcome to Wandering Aimfully, the show. Welcome to Wandering Aimfully, after dark. I don't know why you need to do the voice. So do you know what my favorite thing? You don't know this, but my favorite thing about you calling it Wandering Aimfully After Dark. Yeah. Is, did you ever watch Beverly Hills 90210? The no. original? No. The club that they turned like gnats into was called After Dark. Nats? Nats was the peach the pit. The peach pit. No. Nat was the owner of the peach pit, which oh. was the diner that Brendan oh. worked at. Oh. Come on, obviously. Sorry, man. And then they turned it into a nightclub in the back, and it was after dark. Oh, interesting. Uh, this is a special episode. I don't know if we're going to do this often, but we just kind of decided we were recording. We had everything set up. And I was like, what if we just recorded one after dark? You have some wine. I have a little bit of tequila here. It's a pretty strong pour of tequila. If you're a, uh, a drinker, it's about. it was about three fingers of tequila. It was a lot of tequila. Yeah, it's well, solid. We were, it was at that awkward part in the bottle where right. there was... It, take like, it to the face or don't take it at all. Interesting. That's what we're going to kick off after dark with that. Uh, if you're listening to this at a time when it's appropriate to drink a libation. Yeah. Appropriate. That's it sounded like appropriate. Uh, if you're listening to this at a time when you think it's appropriate to have a libation, please join us. Please do. I think that would be fun. We have no agenda with this episode. We don't even have a topic. We don't know. We just hit record. What we are talking about here. I wish I wish we could have recorded it during dinner though, because we just got back from dinner and we were talking about all kinds of fun stuff. I know, but that was all thoughtful and heady conversations. And we'd rather it be this just devolved. This is after dark. Let's this talk is about when it our gets weird. Romantic fantasies. Let's Do you talk have about any romantic fantasies. The smutty novels that you read. <laughs> let's, let's pull the skeletons. Let's talk about the, the professor in. Let's the... pull the sexy skeletons out of the closet. How much tequila did you have? Closet. Not enough. <laughs> Clearly not enough. You know this about me. Am I this getting is red? Me. No. Oh. I don't think so. I just feel like. Maybe. 
I'm embarrassed. You started you. talking about naughty stuff, and I was like, oh. <laughs> getting flirty again. I was like, might need to get through half a half getting a glass. Getting flirty again. Also, we, fun fact, because um, I love my wine, but I realized a long you time ago. You going for a little life hack here? This is a life hack. Okay. When we moved to California, as some of you know, we sold all of our belongings. We moved from Florida, sold all of our belongings, and so we had to buy all new stuff when we came out to California. We did not buy wine glasses. We just felt like it was unnecessary. We should only buy like multi-purpose uh, drink vessels. So we just got mason jars. And so I drink out of these tiny mason jars and I realized that one mason jar about halfway full feels like it's a glass of wine. It's about half a glass of wine. Yeah. It's a good little, so I can have, even if I have four refills, which I almost never do. I was that wondering would, what number you were going to go that with. That would still only be two glasses of wine. It's true. So it's a way to like, if you like your wine, pace yourself a little bit. So what do you want to talk about? Oh, I wanted to, if you're not watching this on YouTube, I would invite you to watch this on YouTube. I've tried to set the stage here a little bit for you. There might be a roaring fire over my right shoulder. I wish we could hear it though. Well, can I tell you something? This is giving me real holiday vibes. Holiday vibes. And I had a moment where I was getting ready. Also the fire that we have is on our TV. Just so everyone knows. (laughs) That's normal. Didn't even make it. But most people are going to be like, is that fire on their TV? Yeah. We don't have a fireplace. And also we live in Southern California where you don't really need to turn a fire on inside. Uh, so we have a fireplace app on the TV. I mean, I love a fire. Wouldn't you love like a fire pit? Oh, totally, but I not inside. If we're talking about being inside. And then in the last place we lived, we had a gas fireplace. And I always just felt like, this isn't as fun. Like, I want to put wood in there. Right. And I want to light the Duraflame log. And yeah. I just want to get the smell of chemicals from that Duraflame log. <laughs> we went to That's Big, not true. I, I like actually, true. like, starting a fire. When we went to Big Bear with our friends. That's what I was going to tell them. That was fun adventures for me. That reminded me of when we stayed at the place El Portal, which was a little ooh, B&B ooh. in Sedona. Big shout out El Portal. Sedona. Arizona. Arizona. <laughs> I get I get Arizona and Nevada I'm also real confused. Still on El Portals. We've stayed there twice. Yeah. Uh, I'm on their email list, uh-huh. uh, by the way, which is hilarious because it they're, they're like old school in their yeah. emails. Uh, fun fact about El Portal. I didn't get to say my fun fact oh, yet. I'm sorry. I got excited. <laughs> I love El Portal. Go ahead. The reason I brought it up is because it's one of our favorite places we've ever stayed because one of the reasons is at night they so the way that it's set up is all the rooms are sort of like in a U shape and then they have this little courtyard in the middle with like a pergola and like a fire pit. But at night, every night they put juniper wood yeah. in this fire pit and it just smells. If you've ever smelled juniper wood, it's a it's very delicious. distinct smell. It's delicious. If you want to, smells so good. if you want to scroll back, actually, I think if you search the hashtag wandering aimfully, I don't think we were using it at that time. Oh man, if I had my phone, I would check. I took a photo of this thing. It is posted on my Instagram account if someone really wants to see it. Otherwise, just go to the, just search El Portal. Wasn't it Google. like, oh no, we had a different travel hashtag. Do you remember what what it was? Um, it was it was like Jason Caroline Travel Adventures well, or something. We, yeah, anyway. Anyway, you could just go, <laughs> go to the website and you could see photos. They have photos. Just do a deep dive anyway, on our Instagrams. I love this hotel. Number one, it's pet friendly, yes. which is great because we got to take a little plaques go. We're on a road trip. Yeah. Number two, the owner of the hotel started the first like organic dog food company dog food company yeah like he he basically he had loves basset hounds he's had basset hounds his entire life and he just was like i'm fed up with this crappy dog food i'm gonna make good dog food for my dogs and he did and then it was purchased by a bigger dog food company which i don't think he loved but he probably couldn't pass it up got a, and got a boatload of money that company then like it almost went under and they called him and they're like, we need you to help us fix this. Brought him back in and he fixed the company. Are cool you story. sure you're not mixing this guy's story no. with Steve Jobs? 
No, not at all. No. <laughs> because is, I don't remember all those details. Jobs of dog food. <laughs> That's what they call him. That's what he goes by. That is one of my things that I I miss about road tripping. Like we haven't done a long road trip in a long time. I loved like staying at places and you just have more time to like talk to people and get to know their stories. Remember, I feel like when remember you remember those people we met from Pennsylvania at El Portal? They were nice people. We made s'mores with them. <gasps> I do. Remember they were asking us all about how we met and everything? Yeah. That was fun. I do remember. Did you get a swinging vibe? Again, <laughs> it's wandering aimfully after dark, so we can talk about No, these did you? Oh, yeah. I always, do you think, okay, I always this get is a, a swinging vibe. If we're going to go after dark, I, Let's have, do it. I hear people make comments about swingers uh-huh. all the time. Mm-hmm. I have yet to like run into a person in real life that is like, yeah, I know people that swing. Well, first of all, that's not like, you're the type of person that doesn't want that conversation to come up. No, I'm, I'm not. I'm the type of person that like, I'll go down that road and you're like, babe, stop. Tell me that's not the that's truth. That's because you do it as like a... Because I'm unbuttoning my shirt while I'm doing it. <laughs> <laughs> like that commercial. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I guess we're doing I this. I guess we're doing this. <laughs> yeah. No, good, it's good because you do it you. as like a joke and you make people uncomfortable. But if somebody was really like owning it and was like, yeah, we swing or like, yeah, our neighbors swing or whatever, I we, would find it actually just fascinating. We were told that uh, the place we used to live when we first moved to California called Poway uh, was like the swinging capital of Southern California. We were told that. And yet I didn't get a flyer. <laughs> a I didn't get an invite. A swinging flyer. We hung out at the wrong establishments, apparently. Anyway, that's, I don't know that. So I'm... that begs the question, who would you swing with? <laughs> it's wandering aimfully after dark. That's... You have to answer it. It has to be a couple. Oh, easy. Okay, here we go. That's Blake, why I was like. Blake Lively, you're Ryan Reynolds. Your, your mind immediately went to like real friends and you were having trouble saying <laughs> yeah, something. I'm like, like, you're making this way yeah, too difficult no, yourself. Well, no, I just, I really. Ryan could, and Blake. Our Ryan friends Blake, Ryan and Blake. Ryan and Blake. Yeah, totally. That's our choice. The Reynoldses. Right. When you say it that way, it's like, those are just normal people. We should call them. They probably have, like, a, you know they probably have a Dodge Caravan they drive around <laughs> all their kids in. No, it's a Pacifica, Chrysler Pacifica. No, that's Dak Shepard. Don't mix your couples no, up. No, did you see that um, Catherine Hahn is like oh a my legitimate spokesperson? So did for... you listen to that episode yeah. of Armchair Expert? Yeah. She talked about how much she loved that van and that. Oh, I must have missed that part. Oh, I think yeah, I just yeah. must have listened to the second half then. Oh, yeah. They they went I on like a, her. They went on a Chrysler Pacifica tear for a while. Oh, God, shout out to Armchair Expert. Our like what our podcast would love to be when it grows up. Fun fact: we do have a, a future segment that we might introduce that is related to armchair expert, which we're not going to divulge at this divulge time. Divulge at this yeah, time. Yeah, the only thing that like we would love our podcast to grow up to be like that. But the advantage of a podcast like Armchair Expert is that there's a new guest every week, so there's like right. and we tons made... of new stuff. And we've talked about that for this show of how do we keep it new? How do we keep it fresh? You know, what do we do? And I think. From my perspective as the producer, executive producer, and director of the show, and the best boy, and the key grip. I'm just the talent. Yeah. Is that we need to talk about things where we don't know the other person's full perspective or haven't had a lot of deep conversations about it. And there's tons of stuff that we can get into. Like swinging. Like, what's your perspective? (laughs) Well, no. Some of my favorite episodes are where we start talking about something and actually we hit on a disagreement. And then I like for each of us to kind of like defend our position. I think that's when it's most interesting. You like a little little bit of sportiness to it. And we took a quick little wine refill break so that, you know, I didn't, I wanted to acknowledge the continuity here for those of you watching on YouTube and who also watch movies and care about these things that the wine glass didn't just refill itself. That's like my favorite thing is to look for those little. It drives me insane. 
I know. I know it does drive me insane because it takes you out of the movie, but it's fun to like spot it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so mm-hmm. where to go from here? Because this is the After Dark episode and we just have no agenda and we're just talking about whatever. We're going to see where it goes. Um, let's go with favorite holiday traditions or like really? things around the holidays that just like you get jazzed up about. I Okay, this is going to be an unpopular opinion, but I love Christmas music and I am one of those people that starts listening to it very early. What? I need you to know that in no way, shape or form... Is it an unpopular opinion that <laughs> you like, like Christmas, Christmas music. music? Okay, fine. Here's a but really unpopular opinion, I just guys. mean... I... Like chocolate. Enjoy, from time to time, a glass of water. <laughs> I don't know what it is. The reason I said that is because people go back and forth, you know, I think with their memes about, like, playing Christmas music early, and they're like... I think that's the ticket. Yes. That you're an early player. Oh, like, I... What's the rule in this family? There is no rule, because I break it. You listen early? Oh, of course I listen early. Are you kidding me? That is such a bummer to find out. To me, Christmas music is like such an instant mood booster. And so around this time, around the end of October, if I start getting in like a weird seasonal like mood, I'll just boost. I'll just. Just boost mobile? (laughs) You just going to boost mobile? I was going to say, I'll just boost the Christmas music. I will breeze right through fall and just go straight to winter. And I'll turn on Christmas music and I'm instant happy. Here's my reasoning for the rule, which is not obviously a hard and fast rule in our family. But it's I'm just going to say it's a rule for me then. That is what it and is. And I'm going to believe that you adhere to it, but you don't. No, I don't. Which is the day after Thanksgiving, you start listening to Christmas music. And here's why. is because I love Christmas music. Unpopular opinion, but I love <laughs> Christmas music. That doesn't... But the problem is that 25, 30 straight days of it is plenty. Okay, I was just about to say, but that doesn't give you enough time to listen <laughs> to it. 30 straight that days. That only gives me about 27 playthroughs of the Pentatonix album, and that's oh, just not man. enough. The one thing I will say is that each year, I have gotten more and more excited about when new Christmas album come like comes out. And so this year, I'm actually excited to bring back up into the fold. Can you guess what album I'm most excited about? It's going to be a hard one to guess. Really? Yeah. I, okay, I don't know the exact album, but if I had to guess, it's some type of R&B Christmas album. Maybe. Tony Braxton? CeeLo's Christmas. Christmas. Yeah. That is a great pick. CeeLo Green has a great, very unknown, not listened to a ton so great. Christmas CeeLo's album, so which great. is just fun. Um, Pentatonix has a new Christmas album oh, coming that's out. Good. Which Straight is No Chaser. Straight No Chaser. Fantastic. Great. That's Anything a go-to. Anything acapella Christmas. Great. I really feel like Spotify has owned... Like finding Christmas music you never would have found. Because I would not yeah. have found CeeLo's Christmas. I would not have found mm-hmm. Straight No Chaser. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't have found these things. But they do a really See, good job. doesn't this make you so happy? And then yeah. it just gets you in the holidays. And here's spirit. the thing. It's like going on a trip or anything else. Like I like building up to the day after Thanksgiving when I go, now's the time. No, I just really enjoy it. Also, I, I can get some great deals on TVs. <laughs> it's Black Friday. Here's an interesting thing that's just happening kidding. with me in holidays. There was probably throughout most of my 20s when I just felt like, meh about the holidays it was just a weird transition time you're like where do I fit into these like older traditions that I had with my family there was that weird moment where like still like your mom was doing stockings for us and then finally we had you know yeah then it was like you're adults I think the rule was like whenever kids come around right when the the grandkids come around you guys stop getting stockings so like I'm not gonna be honest I mean I'll I'll be honest that first Christmas without a stocking unpopular opinion I really like like Christmas stockings stockings. unpopular opinion unpopular but I didn't care as much. And now for whatever reason, maybe as I'm getting older and life is more sad, (laughs) 
like more sad stuff happens yeah. that I'm like, man, it feels good to just be a gangster. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, Have I, joy. Well, I it's think, so joyful. I think part of it for me and why I enjoy the holidays is because you start to make your own traditions and you start to carve out your own things. Yep. And so I think even this year, this is the first year that we are not going back to Florida. I actually said it correctly that time. I didn't say going home because home is not Florida it's anymore not for home. us. Uh, but we're not going back to Florida for Thanksgiving. And I've been with my family every single Thanksgiving for the past 35 years. And I know it's going to be tough for them and it's going to be you know a little bit tough for, for me and for us. But um, we do go back for Christmas, so we're going to be there. And, you know, that to us, it's like, it's very similar, those two holidays in my family. Mm-hmm. And while it's great. A lot great, of eating, a lot of fun, yeah. a lot of while, hanging out with family. While it's great, it's just, there's no real newness to it. So I'm excited that we get to create some new traditions or new things. Around Thanksgiving. Around Thanksgiving. And what are we going to do for Thanksgiving? Listen, we're also, we're, we're veegsters, you know, we're plant-based people. So there's no turkey. There's right. no, there's none of that stuff. That's so actually what I'm excited about. We get about. to have a little fun trying to figure that out. I'm excited to make it about the food and about setting up a menu. And we're probably going to do it with our friends, Jen and Caleb. And and depending on what their schedule is, we may find ourselves just on our own for Thanksgiving day, day. Uh, which would be fun because if we know that that's coming, then we can kind of plan like what's that going to look like. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, watching football, obviously you're going to be super excited for that. See, that was another silly thing. Remember last year, I, the year before, so two years ago, we didn't have any Christmas decorations at the house. We were just like, whatever. Well, and then what? Which house? Well, in Oceanside, we had the tree. We, that was when things got flooded. We had to right. move. Did we have a tree? Yes, we got a tree. We did get a tree. We that was the one tree. thing we did, yeah. but we didn't like decorate. Yeah, we, and we didn't. We just put lights on the we tree. We lived in a place. It got flooded like two or three weeks before, before Christmas. Christmas time, before Thanksgiving actually. Right, right, right. And then we had to. We literally moved all of our stuff into another unit, which was 14 feet away. It wasn't that far, but we felt like we were just in this temporary thing. So it was really hard to go, well, let's decorate our home. Cause it's not really our home. True. So we did do a tree. We, we got lights tree. and but last I used my Wemo, which I really love, which is the little uh, app controlled thing on my phone. So proud of your Wemo. Where I can turn my lights on your and Your Wemo off. sounds like a different thing. I mean, it's after dark. I don't <laughs> know what we're talking about. Um, but this past year, I like fully embraced it. I did all DIY handmade Christmas decorations. Yep. I watched, which we have in a box, downstairs. which we have in a box downstairs, which we will use again because it was a lot of work and got to get a couple years out of that stuff. I watched every single terrible Hallmark Christmas movie I could you find did. on Netflix. You did. You they really went through. So cheesy. Yeah. I loved it. I will say that I, every year, and this is an unpopular opinion as well. I look forward to elf. I look forward to the Grinch. I, know I look forward people, to the Grinch. Last year we actually the new one, the Jim Carrey one. We found um, we found on Amazon they did their own Christmas special cartoon, and it was yes. Nana's Mac and Cheese. No, okay, what was it called? I forget what it was called, but Boys to Men did some music for and it, and they were like characters. And they in were it. characters in it. It uh, was so wonderful. It was cute. It was adorable. And there were also a, some like cultural themes oh, about sure. like tolerance and acceptance among cultural groups. And it was it was people of color. It was their story, yeah. and you don't usually see that. Yeah. You kind of get like the same trope over and over again but you can say white people you mostly get white people uh but yeah it was it was really it was fun i mean it was a lot more kiddish than i think you know like we would yeah but the music was the music was really good it it was a cute story good job also uh, you know uh two years ago three years ago we did a new tradition which we haven't fully kept going but what we did for christmas was um each of us picked a movie this was instead of giving each other gifts right each of us picked a movie yep each of us picked an, uh, activity. an activity and each of us picked a food. 
like a snack. And yeah. so you made the food for each other. Uh, we did the activity together. And then you, you basically like watched both movies. Which is fun because if you're kind of trying to be more minimalist and you're try- or if you're trying to save money and you're wondering what, what's an idea, something you can do just together as a couple, I, it was a really fun activity. Yeah, and we didn't do it last year, I don't think, but we did it a couple years before. Do you remember what your activity was? Because um, it's real good. Was my activity origami? <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. So I, my activity was gingerbread houses. Yes. So we were like building gingerbread houses and I forget what my movie was, but then. I think your movie was Jingle All the Way. No, I think that was your movie. No, my movie, movie was Arthur Christmas because oh, I found. that's right. I found on iTunes this random movie, I think, called Arthur Christmas or like Arthur or something. And it was a really good animated Christmas movie. It was really good. Really, I think mine like, was more classic. Home Alone. Was it Home Alone? Yeah, because it's a classic. Um, You're so basic. So basic. But then Jason. Unpopular so here, opinion. I <laughs> love those funny. Home Alone movies. Well, you ordered, you remember you ordered your supplies on Amazon? Yeah. And so it was just like this like Amazon box. I'm like, okay, what is this going to be? And he's like. It's origami. And I was actually very excited. You were so much better at it than I was. Well, obviously. Also, so I grew up and I did origami. I liked origami, but I was always stumped by the super intricate ones. And I think it's because my hands were large. Yeah. And mine are small and nimble. And so any of the intricate little origami pieces couldn't do it. And so I just would get disgruntled and I would be upset. Also, some of those diagrams are really bad. Like I cannot tell where the folds are supposed to go. Uh, But anyway, this was a fun thing. So I think we should bring that back this year. Okay. Uh, Not the origami specifically. Maybe even rope in our friends, Jen and Caleb, to see if they want to be a part of it. Because that could be fun to have. That's a four movie marathon. That's fun. Like a whole day. A day. Like a whole day. A day. Could be fun. Also, do you Also, dibs on not having the last slot. (laughs) (laughs) I'll take the last slot. I don't mind. I don't care. Uh, But that is a fun little tradition. What were you going to say? Um... I was going to mention just the delicious treat that we made uh, constantly every year. We've made this every single year is it's pretzels, little square shaped pretzels with a Hershey kiss on top with an M&M pushed into the Hershey kiss once it's melted slightly. You got to love just processed oh food. Oh my gosh. You know that I mean? is a little processed bite of sugar. That's just wonderful. I only have about two before I just crash but yeah we're gonna have to find um, some other. i did not mean for this to take on such a holiday feel we well, might have to is, release it this is going to be close to the holidays when this comes close out so ish by we this are, by the time you're watching this slash listening to this i'm for sure listening to christmas music yeah uh we do still have if you're if you are watching this on youtube in the wide shot which i'll pull to here uh this is the letter folk board that i did last year we got to change this up so that is the thing we have it's to do because so, it's almost been a year i mean i understand but it's so hard to like get all the spacing right and, and to dump sure out those letters. letters i know I know, uh, but this is a quote so just, from that movie that's not very popular for people to watch. And we just leave it up all year long. It's an unpopular movie. It's called Elf. I don't know if anybody's heard it's of it. It's an unpopular opinion, yeah, but uh, Elf is pretty good. good. Uh, all right, so that went down a little holiday fun there. Oh, I am ex- actually excited this year to try and find um, a uh, healthy, mm, healthy might be tough, but a vegan hot chocolate. Yeah. If any listeners out very there excited. have any really good... I would love sugar-free if possible. I'm okay with sugar substitutes. I just don't want like regular sugar. But if you have like plant-based friendly, sugar-free desserts or little recipes of sorts, little I'm recipes. all ears for them. My mom makes these, sorry to cut you off. My mom makes these traditional cookies every year. And man, I love them, but the ingredients in those are Which one, the sugar good. cookies? Yeah. yeah. They're delicious, but they're not good for you. Um... I just had a thought about Christmas and Christmas music, which I think we've talked about before, but like, why is it so hard to write modern Christmas music? Almost nobody comes up with like new Christmas songs that catch on. Yeah. 
Why? That's kind of the same thing with new Christmas movies. Like we have all the Christmas movies from our childhood. Yeah. But then like any there are of the some new, that break through. I know, but any of the new ones that come out, because there's guaranteed to be a couple that come out every year. Every year. And they're just like, eh, mm. you know, whatever. I remember, do you remember when the holiday came out? I don't know what that is. It's is that with Jack Black? And, and Cameron Diaz and yeah. Kate Winslet and Jude Law, which is a real smorgasbord of talent. really is a talent. Yeah. But I remember when this came out and it was like a modern... I, Christmas movie. I don't think it even necessarily was around Christmas. Actually, maybe it was. But anyway, people were like, have you seen The Holiday? Yeah. And like people were all about that as like the new Christmas movie. Yeah. Yeah. I Same still, with like Love Actually. You know how that's... I mean, I, I know that. I finally watched that with you. I'd never watched it. You didn't it. like it. Serendipity? Is that another one? I don't think I've ever seen Serendipity, but it oh, has really? John Cusack. Maybe. I don't know. Isn't that a Christmas music movie? I don't think. There's snow. Uh, what's the one that we, we did watch one a couple years ago that came out that was with Seth Rogen? Yes. O- Office Christmas. Was it like Office Christmas Party or something like that? I think so. We thought it was funny. I thought it was good. I thought it was good. Yeah. So that like th- that to me is one where I would watch that again this year and I would probably enjoy it and I'd be like, oh yeah, did this could like go in the that? rotation. Yeah, for sure. It was fun. That was the big party, right? Yeah. Was it Jason Office Bateman? Christmas Party or something? Yeah. How good. do you feel about Jason Bateman? Well, what did you tell me? You told me this well, right there before was, I listened to his episode on Dax Shepard podcast. Second shout out to Dax this episode. Well, there but. was like a weird thing with him with Arrested Development and they were interviewing the cast and... Saying that he just wasn't a good guy. It's not that he wasn't a good guy. It's that he was like, well, you know, there was, it, it's not even rumors, but it's well known that Jeffrey Tambor, who was right. on Arrested Development, was like at times very hard to work with and borderline verbally abusive to, I don't remember the female actress who's basically the only female actress on that show. And, but they had all moved past it, I guess. And they were talking during an interview, I think for like the Hollywood reporter and she was standing up for herself and being like, listen like that. Yes, we've moved past it, but like that behavior was not acceptable. We Mm -hmm. can all agree. And I think Jason Bateman was trying to sort of like play mediator, but in doing so really was, minimizing her experience. Mm. And I just remember reading that and being disappointed and being like, dang it. Cause I like so much of what he does, but like, but I think that's just, sometimes it's a classic case of just people not realizing the context of their behavior. Yeah. Like you only can experience life as you experience it. And so sometimes people do need to point out and be like, Hey, I know that you thought you were defending your friend Jeffrey, but like, think about this from her, from the actress's perspective, you know, mm. that aside, we do love Ozark. Oh, wow. Okay, yeah, going down the Jason Bateman train. Yeah, Yeah. I just mean Jason Bateman. Yeah. We do love Ozark. I have watched some um, Arrested Development, which is a very funny show. Without me? Or before? No, like before you. Way before you. It's been on for like 20 years. Because we have to finish Parks and Rec. We're very close. Very close. And then we need to start Arrested Development, we're told. Yes. That's like the next thing to do. Which, and then there's Community. Like, do we have to do that? I've never heard you talk about Community. I used to watch Community like early, early days. Oh, really? Yeah. I just know it because Donald Glover was on it. Oh my gosh, that and was I how I actually. Yeah, that's the very first time I ever saw him, and I was like, he is really funny. But just that whole cast is really funny. I forget what his little um, his show was, like his own show with the trio of guys, with the other two I guys. I don't remember. It was like it's like mystery team brigade or like something like that. Mm-hmm. Like I forget what it is, but they had like little funny shorts. We also and need to watch Atlanta. We do need to watch Atlanta. There's a lot of shows we need to watch. That's what we're finding on this episode. There's a lot of TV. A lot we need of to shows. Watch. We should do a whole Why TV is, episode. I know. Why is it that we don't watch a lot of TV? I do. Oh, why is it that I don't watch a lot of TV? Cause you don't want to watch the things I want to watch. 
I think it's because there's sports. Yeah, that's so why. So what you need to do is you so need, what you do is to, you you need to get me in end of June, July, and August. I do. Just like, oh, I do, don't I? I get you. fill it up because when once we like get to September, October, November, December, January, February, March, April, and May. This is my gripe with sports. They're on all the time. Well, just be glad that I don't watch baseball. That's on for like 11 months of the year. That's true. I love getting into shows together, and we never get into shows anymore. Never like. The I convince shows that I like. you. That's because you won't watch any kung fu movies. That's why I don't want to watch shows with you. I don't. They're like so kung good. Fu. They're and so I good. don't like all the crappy teenage superhero stuff that you're into. Like what? The oh, Flash like the Flash. Oh, and yeah. like Iron Fist and blah blah blah. Also, Iron Fist canceled. Um, the little that Luke I know Cage about it canceled. Yeah. It seems like Netflix is... is uh, They're like, the superhero experiment has run its course. No, not at all. Oh. I think they're actually getting to a place where they're going, the writing's on the wall with Disney, and things are going to get really tough because Disney's going to have their own streaming service. And so they're basically going to pull all of their um, just... intellectual property to their own app. It's going to get it's gonna Wait, get a little so muddy Luke here Wait, so Luke Cage soon. is Disney? It's on my Marvel, yeah. Things are going to get muddy here in the Disney So what are, world. what's like the rules on... You know how they have antitrust laws for like big corporations? Yeah. But like what are the how does that apply to things like that? Well, yeah, I don't Disney, know. Disney Disney feels like it's an entertainment monopoly, don't you think? Well, I think that's why that there's been some stoppages in them trying to purchase other companies or acquire other so companies. So Disney owns Marvel and Star Wars. Yeah. And I mean probably a whole bunch of other stuff that we don't know about. But Marvel and Star Wars is the Speaking of Disney. Okay. So I was just watching Dancing with the Stars last night, and they had Disney night. So that'd be interesting. And they all went to Disneyland. Okay. Is that here, or is Disney World here? No. no. I don't know where they are. Disney World's in Orlando. Disneyland is in LA. Why is that such like a thing because that I should Because we know? lived in Florida for 10 years. Did I ever go to Disney World? World? I guess it's different, because I grew up in Florida, and so it's Never. absolutely ridiculous for me to think anyone grew up in Florida and didn't doesn't yeah. know where that is. Here's, anyway, an, here's, here's an actual here's you, an actual unpopular opinion. I have no interest in going <laughs> to Disneyland what I was or Disney ask World. You. How come? First what about all, when we have kids? First of all, crowds. Okay, that's first of all. A lot of I get people, it. But what if you did like the the bougie lines. like skip all the lines version? Yeah, sure. I would do that with kids. When we have kids, we'll take them excited. to Disney World. Depends on whose kids we're taking there. Our kids. Who's kid? R. Kelly's kids. <laughs> Say it with me. Ready. Our, you are, yours and mine. I have an idea. Kids. And you are going to like it. You are going to like it. <laughs> Say it with me. Hours go by <laughs> and life is short. So tell the person you love you love them. When we have kids, Cheers. I'm going to show them this clip and they're going to feel like unwanted. <laughs> they're not going to know. They're going to be little little babies rolling around. Um, Forever. Disneyland and Disney World and just theme parks in general, they just don't hold a lot of appeal to me. I don't know. I've never been to one as an adult, so I don't know if I'd be like, this is not that cool. Want. Our friend Jen loves them. She'd I happily know. take Maybe you. I should go with Jen because she like actually likes it. I think I would have to go with somebody who likes it so yeah, I could like, get into me. it. Don't take me. I would just be a Debbie Downer. Let's just be I honest. think I would like it because you know I'm like all about that magic and optimism and like but you're feeling also, like a kid But you're again. also very much in tune with your like... I need my own space. I need my own time. My energy is being really not depleted. If for, not if for a whole day I know I'm going to do that. Okay, go That's for it. That's not true. I mean, I, would, <laughs> I feel like I'd get hot and tired <laughs> and hungry. <laughs> so you need snacks? In case you're wondering, the, you tri need, the trifecta of like when I actually become just a demon from the underworld is if I'm hot, tired, and hungry at the same time. How often do you think you are those things? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Every time you work out? <laughs> Every time I work out. Yeah. Most days. When you work out like on your own, like not with me mm-hmm. involved, then mm-hmm. you're fine. You're not really tired, hot, and hungry. No, see, oh, I forgot a fourth one. Hot, tired, hungry, and with Jason. <laughs> Oh, wow. Oh, did just I in, really? Just in general. I'm just kidding. Just in general. I thought you'd laugh at that, but instead you acted wounded. Nope. Wounded my soul. What can <laughs> I say? I'm a fragile flower. That's Italian. More and more topics are coming to mind as I get closer to the bottom of my mason jar. All right. What do you got? What would you be if you couldn't, if you weren't an entrepreneur? Zoologist, comic book artist? Uh, I would probably pursue something like withdrawing or something like that. But wouldn't that be an entrepreneur though, I guess? I mean, maybe I would try and work for like Pixar. I guess I wouldn't be an entrepreneur. I think that's a great... Not that I think I have the talent for that, but I would try. I would try. I think that's the question is what would you... If you couldn't be an entrepreneur and work for yourself and you had to work for someone else, what would you do? I think that's the first thing that comes to my mind that I would try. I think I would want to work on movies. Yeah. Again, if we're playing the game of like... Because you do such a helpful job of setting up our show. I don't think I'd set up. Oh, what would you do? Uh, like editor or like. Really? Or like. iMovie? They do movies. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey. You, <laughs> what are you guys working with? iMovie. <laughs> you got that next Star Wars you got movie? That, I, Is that you, next Star Wars movie? I, I could do an iMovie for you. Just send me the footage. You guys on iOS 12 or. <laughs> <laughs> you have a template you want me to use? They're like. I have the world map template where I can like take like, <laughs> oh yeah, it's in the stars. Okay. Let me, let me show you guys a cool cross dissolve. I've been working on <laughs> uh, well, here's no, but a- like I just, you know how much I love movies. Do you have a different path that you would have taken? Let's say 15 years ago or even 20 years ago, <gasps> knowing what Movie you know now. Critic. You want to be a critic? No, 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 no. Ew. No, no, no. Not like a critic critic. Not like one of those people that is just like gripes of stuff. Um, like a entertainment journalist, maybe. I think about that often, actually, because when I found the Slash Film blog yeah. many, many years ago, it's probably one of the first blogs I like subscribed to an RSS feed to. Slashfilm.com. Loved it. Like, I still check it every once in a like, while. I would like to write critical like thought pieces about... You should read slash films. Films and they do a good job. They took, don't go as in depth, but I took this. I've told you this many times, but I took this class in college that was one of my favorite classes, which was film analysis. And it was basically an English class, but for films. So instead of reading books and writing papers, you watched like classic movies and wrote papers, and you got to write all about the themes in the movies, and then also how the director used like angles and lighting and editing in order to cultivate the the feeling that they wanted to give the audience and i geeked out over that stuff you could still do it if you want just start like a movie blog on the side sure why not yeah one uh so to answer my own question of like what i would do if 20 yeah. years ago i'm gonna throw this out there as like a hypothetical consequences we're not thinking about that we're just doing things mm-hmm. i would have liked to have tried to be an nfl football player just i would have see. i would have just tried to dedicate my life to it Try and get it in good shape. I'm the size of a tight end. Like, I have the genetic lottery that I won for that. So, I'd like to see if that I actually could have made it happen. Because I was pretty... <laughs> slap on the table. I was, I was like, pretty good at flag football, which I yeah. know is not, like, a clear indication of that. But, like... You are athletically inclined. Yeah. And I, I don't... I really don't mean to say that I'm good at flag football and I could be an NFL player. What I mean is that, like... Lucky, you sh- you're lucky just, you're not, like, a celebrity because they just, totally would have, like, taken that out of context oh, and sure. made, like, an article about I it. I just really think it would have been fun to, like, give it my all, like, a couple years of training and dedication and go, could I have made it? This is something that we have recently learned about you, which is that 
You love so, so beautiful, beautiful after dark, painfully. One of Caroline's favorite games is for you to start singing and then she tries to copy you. Or dancing. You. Try it's it. like Maya Rudolph and uh, Fred no. Armisen uh, on Saturday Night Live. Kristen Wiig. And Kristen Fred. Wiig and Fred Armisen. But do a dance bad. and all that shit. No, I'll show you. the people at home how to do it. No, Come on. You. No, thank you. Most people are listening on the podcast, so I'm not going to do that. Ugh, fine. One of these times we'll do it. What I was going to say is... Uh, one of the things about Jason... One of the things about you is that you love to see like how far you can push yourself. Like You want to see... You're just curious about... like The limitations. Yeah, yeah, and how far past your limitations you can push yourself, which I get. Yeah. I'm sort of like... I want to push myself. But I want to say comfy. But I want to say comfy. You know what I mean? Comfy. Um, especially when it comes to physical things. Not emotional things. I'm willing to push myself to wouldn't you say that I'm a lot more comfortable with emotional discomfort than I am physical discomfort? What's an example? Like I'm willing to feel sad or confront things that have been traumatic in my past. Or and actually like be in them. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, you're way So if it's that. uncomfortable and I'm sad, like I'm willing to wade through that much right. more than I am being physically uncomfortable. Right. And I am the opposite. I'm full on for physical uncomfortability, but put my emotions and you're out like, the emotions I'll do dumpster. It. Isn't that, that interesting? Yeah. That was from a different podcast, the emotions dumpster. Yeah, it was. Um I don't have any other pressing topics for our first episode of Wandering Aimfully After Dark. I hope people enjoyed it. We didn't I... tell any secrets. No, we didn't. Okay, next time we'll tell a secret. I don't know. If people have ideas for like what we could talk about in After Dark, let us know. You have to talk in that voice. The whole time. What if I did an entire episode where I just talked to you about After Dark? That weirds me out doing it, so I'm going to I do like this it. candlelit situation though yeah you really like a good candlelit situation i just love romance you know we said a little ambiance Ambiance. which is different than a beyonce uh all right everybody thanks for watching uh this episode of wandering Aimfully, the show a little something different for your ears different you know a little bit different for your eyes a little bit different for your ears depending on where you watched where you listened um we hope it was just like hanging out with us we hope you felt like you were here at the house i hope you got libated up hope you libated yourself and if you didn't then maybe you're like once i get off of work or off this treadmill or out of this car or Or whatever sober have a glass of water or a mocktail chug a whole bunch of spindrift because that's what we support uh yeah that's it so if you enjoyed this show feel free to leave a rating and review on itunes we say that often but hey it goes a long way to get more people to see the show and if you're watching on youtube hit the subscribe button we are planning to release more videos in the near future you will get notified when we have new podcast episodes every monday as well as other videos we should uh, make a video about our christmas like holiday ritual that we created with the activities and stuff yeah okay i think it'd be fun great people would enjoy that i'm on board here's a new we could do some real good clickbaity headlines for it too really we could do some fun stuff about like cheesy christmas movies too we could i'll just reenact an entire home alone movie start to finish i'll do one through three in one movie i can do it all right everybody thanks for watching